Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. Verse 9 says, For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. In the Message Bible, the same verse says, A huge door of opportunity for good work has opened up here. There is also mushrooming opposition. You know, L.J. Renee, when when God blesses us with good things and brings opportunity our way, I think that it behooves all of us to be mindful of the fact that there is also going to be constant and nagging opposition with everything that we encounter and receive from God. The enemy is ever before us, with us, around us, trying to buffet us and trying to rob us of the very victory that we have in God if we are not careful. And it doesn't matter what level or height of success you attain. It doesn't matter what what, what level you have sunk to. It doesn't matter where you go, what you do, where you are. There is always opposition. There is always one to resist you. There is always going to be that time when the enemy is buffeting you and trying, if it were possible, to steal the very victory that God has given to you. No matter what you go through, there will be oppression and opposition, and we need to press through the opposition and move forward on to victory. Don't give up. Don't let go. Don't quit. And please don't think it's strange or odd that you are going through difficulty and fighting through opposition. Whatever you do, don't quit. You know, I think that's where we get mixed up. And we think that if we, if God has called us to do something and we're in the process of doing just what God has called us to do. And when the enemy begins to stand up against us and begin to resist us. And if it's for a period of time, we automatically begin to think, then this may this must not be what God has called us to do because we're we shouldn't be suffering through uh, uh uh through this type of struggle or it shouldn't be this hard but you all have to understand that there is an enemy just as it was in the day of Nehemiah that causes them to try to cause them to be distracted that they will quit doing the work of the Lord and that's what the enemy's purpose is to do to stop us 
from doing what God has called us to do. And as Nehemiah said, listen, God has called me unto a good work and I will not come down nor be distracted by you, the enemy. And that's what we have to keep in mind and recognize that there is an enemy that's in opposition to what God is calling us to do. And the thing to remind, remind ourselves of constantly is that the enemy doesn't walk around with horns in his head and a red face. I mean, he comes dressed like your friends, That's your right. loved ones, right. your neighbors, sometimes your co-workers, people in your house, opposition on every hand, he's going to come. And when he comes, he ridicules, mocks, and jeers at you. He tries to make you feel foolish and stupid for believing in God, tries to tell you there's nothing to the faith that you have in God, that God's not going to show everything contrary to what God has said. The enemy comes to tell you otherwise. That's why he's called a liar and the father of lies. Truth if God says you're an overcomer, he comes to tell you you're defeated. If God says he'll bring you out, he comes to tell you God's not going to deliver you. If God says he's with you always, he comes to tell you God has left you. Whatever God has said, the enemy is always there trying to t- steal your victory and to get you to turn around, quit and give up. Remember Job going through, he had what we call friends, but they were really miserable comforters Mm. and they came to tell him you know investigate yourself take an introspection surely you have sinned you have angered God you have done ill in the sight of God nobody would be going through what you're going through unless they had done something against God and we know the whole story with a 2020 hindsight Job didn't do anything wrong he was being a testimony and God was the one who had recommended Job to the devil. But because you have people who only see short-sightedly, who only see through the eyes of flesh, they will always come. Sometimes they don't even mean evil Mm -hmm. and they don't even mean ill, but they are not walking in the spirit of God. And you got to cut them off. If they are speaking into your spirit, contrary to what God has spoken, whether I don't care who it is, you have to cut them off and let those naysayers be naysayers and ask God to give you an ear to hear what he is saying to you. And you don't want to hear what the world. So remember that the enemy is going to come to buffet you, to discourage you, to deter you from doing the will of God. And he's going to come looking like your family, looking like your coworkers, looking like your friends, because he will be used because he will use your co-workers, your family, and your friends, and your enemies. But the greatest opposition is going to come from those closest to you. That's why David said, listen, I could have took this if it had come from my enemy, but the ones that I went to the house of God with, the one that I worship with, they have lifted up their heels against me. And this is hard for me to take. There was a time when David had to encourage himself in the Lord. You got to make up your mind that no no matter what I'm dealing with, no matter what I'm confronted with, I will press through this opposition. If there's no one there to encourage me, I will pat myself on the back and tell myself what God has said about me, that I am an overcomer and that I can make it because God is with me and he has never forsaken me. No matter what they say about me, I will listen to what the Lord has said unto me. What did the Lord say? Absolutely. But the thing 
thing is, is that when God opens a door for you, that means that it is purposeful for you to walk through. What you're talking about right now is that there has to be a response when you see the enemy coming against you. And there's times when you have, have uh, you may not even recognize it at first. You're wondering, why is this going on? This seems strange. Why am I continually coming up against this? And it's because and then the Bible says, think it not strange when these things happen, that it is a trying of your faith or of your patience. I mean, there has to be a response to when the enemy comes in like that. You have to begin to speak the word of God. And one of the most forceful weapons that you have is the word of God and the promises of God. If you know God spoke something to you, and if you believe that he is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent, that if he spoke it, it shall come to pass. If you truly know that, then that's what you use to stand up against that enemy. Sometimes you may find yourself crying and you may find yourself almost in a state of depression. But if you can remember the word that God has spoken unto you, and the promises of God, then you're able to use that weapon against the enemy. I hear the word that says, press through for your breakthrough, that God is standing right there. The word of God causes the angels of the Lord. Matter of fact, it says it's in Psalms that the angels of the Lord hearkens unto the commandment of the Lord. You use the word of God and the angels are standing up and they're fighting on your behalf. You're not in this fight on your own. You're not on in this fight by yourself, but God is with you in this. And all of this is to try your faith to bring uh, to try your patience as God says think it not strange when the fiery darts come against you think it's not strange when you have these troubles coming when you know what God has spoken to you it is the enemy that is standing there to resist you don't give up but press through for the breakthrough and, and I'm telling you you I can't stress this enough that you Stop thinking that the enemy is only going to come through your adversaries. He is going to be, he is going to find every wedge and every opportunity to get into your ear and to discourage you that he can. He will use every loved one, every friend that he can find. It was Jesus only picked 12 men when he was on earth. And one of them he had to turn to and say to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. I mean, the enemy will come through whatever avenue he can find. He will come through whatever person will open themselves up to him. So don't think it's strange. That's why you keep walking in the spirit and you are that way you're attuned to the things of God. When people begin to speak into your heart, if it is not of God, you just don't receive it. Shake the dust from your feet and keep on moving. But don't you let opposition and don't you let the distractors keep you from pressing forward into the things of God, you keep on pressing your way. There is an enemy. He is very real and he stands to resist you. And it doesn't matter how high you go in God, he will be there to resist you. In, Ze in Zechariah chapter three, as Joshua, the high priest stood in the very presence of God, the Bible says that Satan also Accuser stood to resist him. The enemy stood in the presence of God to resist the man of God. No matter where you 
you are, what you're doing, the enemy is there to resist you. He's there when you're praying, trying to keep you from praying. He's there to distract you, there to discourage you. As LJ Renee, Renee said, he was there when Nehemiah was rebuilding the wall. He laughed at them and mocked them and said, this is never going to come to pass. He even lied on them. He said, you're disobeying the king in what you are doing. Nehemiah had a letter from the king. He went with the blessings of the king, but the enemy came to lie and lie on him. The enemy will lie on you and he will come to discourage you and to jeer at you and to mock you. But you keep pressing and you keep moving forward. Press on through the opposition. Don't you dare quit and don't you dare give up. You know, one of the things I would like to encourage you in is this, is when you know that God has called you to do something and it seems as though the time has lapsed, that it looks like there's nothing happening. At one time, it looks like the resources is coming in, but now there's a period where now it looks like everything is dried up and curdled up and nothing's happening. That's the time when the enemy voices seem to get a, uh, to get louder in your life. That's the time when he, they will begin to, to, to say to you, did God say it like he did in Eve in the garden? Garden Did he really say that? And he would try to make you doubt what God has said because things are not moving at the pace that you think it should be moving or you feel like that vision is waning to the point where you don't know where you're going to get the resources from or you don't know what's going to happen next. And you're almost to the point where you want to take that vision or that, that hope that you have and toss it in the valley of dry bones. But even in the valley of dry bones, God came through and he asked Ezekiel, he said, can these bones live? And I'm telling you today that out of an impossible situation, whoever heard of bones, dry bones coming together and, 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 and becoming a man where God can breathe a breath of life into. And it said it became that those bones became a living being the same way as what God has told you with those dreams that when you look like you have given up on it, that he'll come in and he'll blow the breath of life in them and, 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 and dispel the enemy because the enemy is right there at that time to try to make you to doubt, to say, did God say this? And I know many of you have been to that, that spot in your life and in that situation where things seem to have been slowed down or things are not going the way that you thought that it should go or the timeline seemed like it has been extended and you're now getting wearied in the well-doing. That's the time that the enemy comes and begin to taunt you. But I come to you today again and say there has to be a response. You have to repeat the promises of God in the atmosphere that the enemy know that you are not defeated. I remember one day I was laying in the bed and, and I was having a pain in my body and I was really troubled over it. And I began to take my hand and put it right in that area. And I began to pray. I, I just felt that it was the enemy that was trying to discourage me. And I remember hearing the voice, voice of the Lord. I said, God, what is going on here? And I heard him say, what is the plan? And I didn't understand at that point in time what God was saying to me. But as I 
meditated upon that word and the plan was victory for my life and when I held on to that word victory is the plan that no more did it seem like the that the enemy was taunting me my head stopped hurting I felt better I got up and began to start praising the Lord because I knew like a roaring lion that the word of God rushed in and destroyed every one of my enemies Hey man, resistance and opposition and difficulty does not mean that God did not send you. It does not mean that God has not made a way. It does not mean that you have missed the timing of God. It just means that there is an enemy that is angry and wants to thwart the plan of God in your life, wants to deter you from your mission and defeat your ministry. It does not mean that you have missed God. It just means you got to press even harder and fight even harder to obtain what God has for you. I don't care what the enemy says or does keep on pressing and fighting. Sometimes the opposition is for the glory of God and for the generations that are to come that they may know that he is God. Moses before Pharaoh, it was way beyond a Moses. It was way beyond even the, the deliverance of Israel at that moment. It was so that for generations to come, we would know that God is greater. I mean, think about it. God sent Moses. He said, go tell Pharaoh. And you remember Moses had a debate with God. He said, I stutter. I shouldn't be the one to be your spokesman. And God convinced him, you go, I'll give you a spokesman, but you are the one I chose and you will go to Pharaoh. You remember he went on and on about that. And then he goes to Pharaoh and the Bible says, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Now, why would you send me if you were going to harden the man's heart? I mean, why would you send me all of us? We would have given up when the flies came. We would have given up on the plague of the frogs. We would have given up long before we had to put the blood on the doorpost because there were many plagues Moses had to fight through many things that Moses had to uh, press through much opposition. He had to endure, but he knew that God had sent him and you've got to know that God has called you and sent you and chosen you and that you are doing the work of the Lord. And you've got to be fully persuaded that I am doing a good work and I cannot, I will not come down from doing what God has called me to do. Even if the heart of those to whom I have been sent is hardened, I will keep pressing my way and I will keep speaking the word of the Lord. It's frustrating. It's difficult. It's hard, but this is what God has called for you to do. And I will do what he has chosen me to do. Sometimes you feel like you want to let go. Sometimes you feel like you want to quit. You want to give up, but rely on the mercy of God. I almost let go, but God wouldn't let me quit. His mercy held me so that I would not let go. Mercy kept me. So I'm 
You know, and listening to the to that song, I, I can remember the time when I was going through some things, and God had promised, made me a promise, and the promise didn't look like what I was going through. And I remember that so vividly that I even thought that God had forgotten about me. And I remember sitting in my car in the park in the parking lot and said, "God, have you forgotten about me?" It was like I could picture me just falling, and that just before I would hit the ground that his hand came and, and scooped me up I remember that that visual that I had but I remember feeling that I had, had been forgotten by God but he was allowing me to know that no I have not forgotten you and I really appreciate even the the words of that song but but he wouldn't let go mm. he's my father and there is no father that really that you have a relationship with that wants to see you fall. And just as the heavenly father is, is that because he loves us so much and that he's given us a promise that he comes and rescue us from the hand of the enemy. And, you know, I can't really explain it to where it makes sense to, to our natural mind, the way that God takes us and the way that he allows things to unfold in our life. I really can't, but I can tell you this, that many times the opposition you are facing is what, well, all the time, the opposition you are facing is what God has allowed. None of it has caught him by surprise and anything that you are dealing with, it is because he knows that you are strong enough to handle it through Christ. And think about this, that sometimes the opposition you're facing, it's not because you are being punished for something you have done or didn't do. Sometimes you have been recommended by God. Sometimes it was God who looked out upon you and said to the enemy, have you considered my servant? And because he knew that you could withstand and would withstand the wiles of the enemy, he recommended you to the enemy for the trying of your faith. But he knows that you are going to stand the trying, withstand the trying of your faith, and he is going to turn your circumstance around. It doesn't feel like it. Like you said, LJ Renee, the promise didn't look like what I was going through. It wasn't recognizable. I mean, almost it's like when God speaks something to you, you wonder, are you talking to me? Mm. Because if he were talking to me, I mean, does he see who I am, where I am? Does he see my condition? But God will look at you while you're at your lowest point in life and he will speak something so wonderful and magnificent and you wonder he couldn't possibly be talking about me he will speak to you in a realm that you've not even imagined or dreamed or expected to be in and you're wondering could he be talking about me maybe they didn't get this right maybe this went maybe this got sent to the wrong address but God knows his thoughts toward you and they are thoughts of 
good to bring you to an expected end. And what you have to remember is sometimes this thing is not about you, but it's for the glory of God. And you have been recommended that you might withstand and show that God is God and that he is greater than the enemy that stands to buffet you. So I challenge you. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare throw in the tile. This thing is bigger than you. You have a great cloud of witnesses in heaven watching on and cheering you on and rooting for your success. So you got to keep on pressing and keep on holding on. Think it not strange concerning these fiery trials which come to try you and to buffet you. God has preordained this test in your life because he knows that you will make it when all is said and done he will bring you forth as gold and -hmm. you will be the testament to his glory that God has once again defeated the enemy and you have proven that they that trust in the Lord shall never be ashamed and God will defend those who stand for righteousness and that's the word it says those that trust in God shall never be ashamed that's the word you should hold on to he will make sure that you will never be ashamed and you know what that's very important because some of us won't do what we're supposed to do because of fear. But God is saying that if you trust in me, he said, you will never be ashamed. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We're going to pray that you find that safe place in God, that when you're going through, when you're facing difficulty, when your back is up against the wall, that he will show you a way out. And the way out is that you run into the name of the Lord, to the ark of safety, that you find in him that hiding place and that you hide yourself in the ark of his uh, love and that you watch him defeat your enemy. This thing is not by power. It is not by might, but it is by his spirit. And I tell you every single time that you will put your trust and hope in God, he will defeat your enemies. God does not lie. He cannot lie. And he has promised that you will not be defeated by this trial or affliction. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver him out of most of them. No, he said all of them. And he said, by this shall we know that God favors us because he has not allowed the enemy to triumph over us. Dear God, we thank you because we have been assured of victory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We thank you that this fight is fixed. We thank you, dear God, that we know that we have won even before we see the end, even before we reach the end. We know that we have won because we stand in you and you are up. You have made us more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Father, I thank you for the pressing that you put in our spirit. I thank you for the determination and the stamina that you put down in our spirit. May we never quit, never give up, no matter no matter what we are confronted with, no matter how many times the enemy tries, no matter how many doors he comes through, no matter how many avenues he tries to buffet our souls through, may we continue to hold to your unchanging hand and know that our victory is secure in you, that you, God, can do anything but fail. And there is nothing too hard for you. Every dream that you have given us, every promise that you have made to us, may we unwaveringly hold to your unchanging hand 
and there is a pressing in our soul, a desire to press on and see, God, how you will bring us out of this circumstance. You have brought us out every time before when our back was against the wall. You always made a way. So we thank you today, God, that we will not let go. We will not quit, but we will watch you do again what you have promised to do and bring us out with victory in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.